0: The real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde.
1: And Chris Fuller. And
0: today, we're going to be talking about, not can Christians boogie like dance. Or like a boogie from your nose. No, but can Christians be bougie? We've been hinting at this episode a lot, but how bougie is too bougie and It's a B.I. for a Christian? Oh, well, you ready to have this conversation?
1: I'm ready to get down and boogie. Let's go. Let's go. You know I had
0: to do You've been it. waiting for that joke. I tried to steal your joke before. <laughs> so you're typing the notes, you're like, What do you mean can Christians boogie? I'm like, No yeah, bougie. You,
1: you first text me and I'm like It's bougie. Can Christians be boogie? Oh, he means bougie. Well, I was listening I to a podcast, gotcha. you know.
0: Uh I was listening to a podcast and they are talking about on the podcast of like you know, well, I'll I'll just say it's um It's, it's, oh, goodness, smart money happy hour thing. It's part of the Dave Ramsey thing, and they're talking about, like, just what is bougie and things you spend money on that you don't really spend money on. Are you bougie in this way? And I'm like, I wonder if, like, can a Christian be bougie? That'd be kind of a fun conversation for us to talk about. So today, we're going to talk about, can Christians be bougie? We're going to have all these different fun things, because here's the deal. We've had a lot of serious episodes. It's good conversations, good Christian things. It doesn't take that long. It doesn't take that it's long. It's four minutes But long. so, we're going to have fun on today's episode. We're going to take a bougie quiz. See how bougie we are, Fuller. <laughs> we're going to talk about what being bougie means, and we're going to see if what does the Bible say about being bougie. So, we're going to have a whole lot of fun with this episode, I'm, I'm man. very
1: uncomfortable with this word, bougie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it, man. Especially since, like, Trey, you know what Trey Kennedy, the comedian, right? No. You know what Trey Kennedy is? No. No. Friends, RTC, y'all know who Trey Kennedy is. Uh, he does the fall. Uh, he does uh, uh, girls in the fall. No, be like like hallelujah.
1: No, don't know.
0: I don't know. Trey, yeah. Trey Kennedy just busted out his uh, girls like white girls in the fall be like, and they're all super bougie. So I think this is gonna be fun. Well, I think we need to Start dive bougie.
1: Into, let's dive into the quiz. Do the quiz before.
0: Fun. Do the quiz before we do the other random yeah, questions. Yeah, let's
1: do the quiz first. Right. Do the
0: quiz. Okay, so right, so there's a quiz from <laughs> HowStuffWorks.com, and the quiz is called How Bougie Are You? All right, so.
1: Is yours, Is your screen loaded? Start the quiz. It says. Start the quiz. Okay. What kind of water are you most likely to drink? Sparkling all the way. Flavor. Flavored is nice sometimes. Filtered usually tastes best. I'm fine with tap water. Really, honestly, all these are good.
0: I know. But 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 which one are you like? If someone says like most Yo, what's likely
1: up? to drink.
0: Most likely a drink. I'm gonna say flavored is nice sometimes because I drink a lot of flavored
1: water. I do too. All right.
0: I thought you were gonna do sparkly, man. I thought you were just gonna no, do some
1: bubbly. No. All right. No cap. I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> you okay. don't know what no cap. How means? much would you spend oh, on a pair of shoes? No lie, does that what it means? No lie, no cap. No cap.
0: Like yeah, no, like like like. Right. Real, real talk. It's like I say. Right. Real talk. How much right. so would you pr- spend on a pair price? Of shoes? Doesn't
1: matter. No more than 200 no more than 100 OMG, even $50 seems like a lot. I'm going with that one.
0: I knew you were going to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing
1: uh, no more than $100. i I'm.
0: i will spend $100 on a nice, I mean, most of my shoes like are normally like 60 Dude, I, I spend $50 on the
1: shoes and then $50 in gas. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. All right, what's the next one? Do you care about the brands you wear? Of course, doesn't everyone? No, 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 no. Of
0: course. Of course. Of Doesn't course. everyone? <sighs> yeah, I hope you totally. guys are enjoying this
1: quiz with us. For some things I do, generally speaking, not really. I should have read the next one. I, I, I don't, don't care. I-D-G-A-F. I don't know what that means. Uh, do you want to know what it oh, means? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah,
0: this is... Well, I shouldn't read that one. I'm going to go with that, go that go one. You're going to go with that one. Because um,
1: I really... Look at me, bro. All the time. You're wearing I, Notre I'm, Dame. St- I'm still wearing work pants, though, so with the Notre um, Dame I'm shirt.
0: wearing Adidas... Pants with Adidas socks
1: with Adidas shoes. So for some things I do. Oh uh, no! You you're gonna
0: put. Of course, everyone. No, everyone. because there's That's things that know. there's something I don't care about. But for right. some things I really care about. Neighbor like certain foods. Will you buy? Like if there's like, will you buy certain things that are off brand if you prefer the name brand taste of things?
1: I buy whatever's cheapest, bro. Let's well, see. There's certain things where I'm like, nah. All right. Got to get name brand for that. Could your BFF talk you into a camping trip? Oh, come on, man. Wait, let me read it. Only if it's clamping. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I don't do tents. Sure, for a night or two. And I'm going to go with this one. Definitely. So could your BFF talk you
0: into a camping Heck trip? Yeah. I would say, yeah, sure, for a night or two. That's exactly how I would say it.
1: That's oh, exactly how no, I would bro. say it. Give me a kayak and, right. and, and just my Next pa- one. backpack down a river and uh, for
0: months. This this question is for it. me and Ryan Laux because we we joke all the time all right. as freelancers of how many days
1: in a row have you worn the same Would pair you of clothes? repeat, would you ever repeat an outfit in the same week? TBH, to be honest, I'd rather die if I knew for sure no one would know. If I had to, lol, laugh out loud, I do that one on the reg. Would you ever or, repeat an outfit? You'd rather die only if no one knows,
0: or if you had to, or yo, yeah, well, I do that all the time, G. Bro, bro, I wear, all the
1: time, bro. Boop. I wear an orange shirt and blue pants every day, well, Monday through Friday. Okay, no,
0: actually, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna pause because I will make sure I don't wear like the same shirt to church, minimum within the same three weeks. Oh, I do all the time. No, I do so all the time. I'm gonna I don't do, care. do so. Repeat the outfit. Yeah. If definitely. I'm doing the outfit, I would say. Look, no one it, would know. I'm gonna go a little bougie listen, on that one. Listen, if it looks good, it looks good. <laughs> like I, work, I work from home, so sometimes I wear the same clothes like two days in a row, sometimes three keep, days in a row. I keep, but if yeah. I'm going out, change the underwear, and that's all that matters. I'll wear the same jeans because that's different. But like, shirt, sure, I will. No, I, I if I knew no one would know, I wouldn't. Speaking
1: yeah. of jeans, I had mine rip on Sunday,
0: like, like right down, the,
1: down the like down by the, the pocket on oh, the butt, and I don't man. know how long I was walking around. With it like that. It was awesome. I went to like Fitzalberry, S- like the Pumpkin Patch, and then we went to like Kohl's afterwards and like all sorts of Them stuff. That Kohl's
0: and, workers probably thought that had, you were going
1: to buy a new pair of pants. And I had no, we didn't. We bought stuff for the the kids for Christmas, but <laughs> that, yeah. So, anyways, have you ever attended a private school? Duh. And it was lit. It was lit. Our private schools were different <laughs> than like prep companies. No, but I wish had I had. had. Yes, but I didn't really like it. Nope. And I'm glad I didn't. Well, I was homeschooled, I mean, and I went to a private school. So I'm going to go yes, but I didn't really like it. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed my private
0: school experience, but, I, but we didn't go to, like, the really fancy like <laughs> Stanley Clark. Yeah, it was lit. Because <laughs> I, I enjoyed going to a private school. But our private school. We got oh, re- no, I just clicked out oh, of it. Oh, Fuller, you, do you
1: have to redo all your answers? You, you keep talking, and I'm going to click through my all answers right. here. Next
0: one is, um, no cap, has anyone ever called you bougie? No. no cap. It says, all the time, has anyone ever called you bougie? All the time, only as a joke, I think, never to my face, (laughs) that would be the day. Are are you catching back up? Hang on, I'm almost there. Don't close it out again. Next question, next question. All right. Has anyone ever called you bougie? All the time, only as a joke, never to my face, or that would be the day? That would be the day. That would be the day. I drive a
1: 15-passenger van, guys. Bro, you're bougie. I say that. I'm not bougie. I got a butt ton of kids. I tell you you're bougie all the time.
0: Yeah, but that's different.
1: you can't lie on the test. It's not. I do all the time. People in real life, don't call me bougie. Has anyone has anyone ever called you bougie? Yes, I do on the reg, dog. For real. That's dope, G. Fire, bro. <laughs> this quiz was not meant for you. All right, next one. Wait, well, you can't lie. Go back and change your answer. No, you, because I,
0: people in real life don't look, call me
1: bougie. Only as a joke, I think you got to at least put that one because okay, that's
0: probably our, our RTC listeners. No cap, know what's up.
1: <laughs> he said that's no That's actually part of my no label. cap. All right, next one is all right. Let me read it. Bay. <laughs> that's all I wanted to read. Bay. You people are so silly.
0: <laughs> Bay. Your boy, or your girl's got some special plan. What's your ideal date night? Dinner at a trendy <laughs> restaurant. Movie at the cinema. <laughs> picnic in the park or Netflix at home. Well. They pick an ideal day. Is it movie? Is it a picnic? Is it
1: dinner? Or is it Netflix? I'm movie at a cinema because that's what Janelle and I did all the time when we were dating because of me. That's what I wanted to do. Dinner at a trendy yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I'm dinner at a trendy restaurant. I wanna go and get the flaming bong. Dude, <laughs> dude,
0: who we is Roadhouse? And I'm like, I'm I'm Oh crap, maybe I am bougie. You um, bougie, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you.
1: We went to Texas Look, Roadhouse. Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm wearing Adidas pants, Adidas socks, and Adidas shoes. Bougie. Oh, I do your restaurant bougie. But, <laughs> Maybe uh, only a dare to bougie. I mean, <laughs> crap, you uh, bougie, bro. Crap.
0: Um, but you know what? No cap, man. Come on. man, man. <laughs> but so we went to Texas Roadhouse, and we got like my mom, Joe, Mana, John, and like me and my mom. We shared a blooming onion because we love those. And I'm like, you know what? Your boy's going to treat himself. I got a, I got a New York strip. Worst tasting steak I've ever had in my life. It was because, awful. Because it wasn't Ruth's Chris, bro. I've never been to Ruth's
1: Chris. I haven't I either. But yeah, I would do dinner at a trendy restaurant. That would be All a right. lot of fun. <laughs> Have you ever done it for the gram? Every day of my life. That's you. Yes, and with some regularity. That's also you. Yes, but I'm not proud of it. That's me. And what does that even mean? I that's I you. Know, I know what a gram is. No, it's, but what, is, what does that
0: mean? I do it for the gram. What does what does that sentence mean? Do it for like the
1: gram. The tortilla challenge for the gram, bro. Yeah, okay. I've done it it's, for I the mean, gram. It's, it's,
0: it's an OG. Do it for the vine.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to say yes, but I'm definitely not proud of it. No, no, no. Bro. I don't do it bro, every day. Bro. I don't do it for the gram every look, day. Look, because I don't like look, doing stupid look, things that are going to embarrass the, me in public. Ask the community group.
0: Yeah, but I got a persona. I got Ask a bougie persona with this one. Master group. No, for some regularity. No. <laughs> you cheating. Right, cheating? How many more questions do we have? You don't want to be
1: bougie, so you cheat. How many more questions do we
0: have? You have I no plans to speak of. How are you going to spend your... I'm moving on because I'm, 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 I'm chilling, feeling
1: a little... I'm chilling at home.
0: I'm feeling I'm, a little... Picked on? No. Bougie? I'm feeling a little... What's the one I'm looking for? Um, um, what happened when the Holy Spirit work on your life and you're like, oh, Con, shoot. Convicted. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> <All> Okay.
1: <laughs> you have no plans to speak of. I'm so glad you brought this quiz in How here. How are you going <laughs> to
0: spend your day? Are you going to spend it shopping for all the things... Brunch with your BFFs,
1: running an errand, or just chilling at home? All right, kids or no kids? Because if it's kids, most of the time we're probably running errands, uh, to be honest with
0: you. No, no, you're just chilling.
1: But if we ain't got no plans, no, nothing, yeah, no, I'm, I'm chilling at home, bro. Um, I'm running errands, to be honest
0: with you. I want to be yeah. out. I want to be out. No, I don't. You know when, when a Beth, you know when Beth uh, took her weekend
1: with her sister at coffee shop hopped? It was the best morning <laughs> ever. All right, I'm reading this one. Would you ever shop at a thrift store? Ew, gross. Gross. <laughs> I just hear, like, the That's total gross, the gross, total bro. early 2000s teenage girl. Ew. Dude.
0: Uh. No, no, no. So we went on, like, this, like, kayak tour up in um uh, uh, Traverse City. And the dude legit sounded like he was, like, Crush's son from Fine Emo. Like, chab yeah, breath.
1: And we're like, it's yeah, dude. He's talking like he's a
0: bro, bro. Like he's a bro, bro. And I'm like, what is happening? And then, like, halfway through the trip, I'm like, no, he legit is a bro, bro. Like, this is how he talks. He talks like bro. one of those guys. Um, but, all right, so would you ever go to a thrift shop at a thrift store? It'll yeah, gross. gross. Only, only if, if it's gen- genuine vintage, which is true. Uh, sure, that would be fun. Or I always shop at thrift stores. Nope. I think they're gross. Oh. I have a whole sermon about it.
1: I think I, I, I'm, okay, so. When janelle and I were dating, every Saturday, fifty percent off day at Goodwill, I'd be there. I always shopped at there fifty percent off day. So it's like in between these two. I'm going to go with always. I would say
0: antiquing, which is that's genuine vintage. Antiquing is different than going to like a Goodwill.
1: I am going always shop at no, thrift no, stores. No, no, this ain't no
0: Nicole Howell who I'm lives at it. Goodwill. No, I'm doing nope, it. Gross. That's why I, I can't
1: stand the smell. Of the following, what do you spend the most money on? Clothes food activities i prefer to save my money is this including my kids because i have a butt ton of (sighs) that's my thing right so if it was just me it'd probably just be food Food. yeah if it was just me and Janelle, food Mm
0: -hmm. man there's more questions how How often do you order uber eats it's too expensive i've never i've no i don't even know what that is no it's it's like
1: you put in it's like it's instacart for like yeah doordash I've done DoorDash one time, but it was when I was in the cane and with my heart problem. I think the only time I've ever it. done it was, <laughs> yeah, bet to my wedding night. And we're just like, let's just get food in. All right. We want That's to buy happen. you a present. Which of the following is on your wish list? Gucci belt, latest iPhone, Nike tennis shoes. There's no need to get me a present. I'm going to go with the iPhone. Seriously. I'd We probably, want I'd to buy you like, a yeah, present. I'd be like, no, if if you're you don't gonna give me nothing. Well, no, 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 no. You don't understand. They're buying you a present.
0: Already, what do you want? I mean, I, I think I had to say the latest iPhone because I have the latest iPhone. Yeah, because so, there ain't no way you say yeah. it. No, don't but give I, me a I mean, I, I'd enjoy a nice this pair of Nikes, honesty, bro. This is real I'd talk. I'd enjoy me
1: a nice pair of Nikes, but I'm also an Adidas guy, so nope. Okay. Which of these celebrities would you most likely like to trade lives with Ky- kylie jenner no ariana grande no the chris- high notes chris P- pratt
0: fat pratt baby
1: i actually like my life just fine thanks i'm going with that one i like my life too but there's something exciting about nah. i mean trust me i'd want to be an actor but nah i really love I- my wife that's my thing right? life i, Beth, like, I love I like my, my life, life but i'm putting chris pratt but i love you all right. You're in tr- no more. Do you ever loaf. leave the house with you, makeup on? You're, you're no longer getting meatloaf for the a rest minute. Of the year. Why <laughs> we got to be gender specific? Why we got to be gender specific on this quiz? Do you ever leave the house without makeup on? Okay, how about this? Uh, do you ever... Easy, no, no. Do you easy. ever
0: leave the house... Like, I won't leave the house if my hair's not done, or I will put a hat on. Or, like, I'll rinse my hair out and then do it. Dude. Bro, you shaved your head in bro. moral support for so-shame, man. Bro, I'm leaving the house. <laughs> um, If i talk about, like, getting fully ready... I mean, I... Ugh.
1: sometimes i don't know how I'm, i answer this wait i just want to answer though, while you're thinking about it so it says no i would never no not usually if i can help it sometimes if i'm having a good skin day
0: <laughs> or i leave it or all i leave it, it with i'm gonna say not usually yeah. if i can help it that that would be my problem my default answer all right Ooh, okay if if we gave you the key, so one of these cars, which one would it be? The Mercedes Ben Maybach, the Land Rover, Range Rover, Jeep Wrangler, or I'll take whatever as long as it's free. One, two, three, Mercedes. Jeep Wrangler. I Rangler. knew you are going to say Wrangler. Beth wants a Range Rover, though, and
1: girls married the wrong man for that. Yeah. Let's see, go, this quiz is taking forever. Oh, my yes, god! I told you four minutes, and we're already at 15 minutes should half. have stopped an hour ago. All right, you stop in the Starbucks for a pick-me-up. What do you
0: order? Uh, uh, oh, am I staying a wall? Oh, no, no. Am I le- we're we're leaving, right? We're bouncing. Okay, it is it's the unicorn frap, a lot of sugar, pumpkin spice latte, a cold brew, or some black coffee. First off, if you're going to Starbucks to go in and go out for black coffee, that's gross.
1: Don't no, do I'm that. I'm gonna get better black coffee at home. I'm doing cold brew. I like the I like the cold brew. The the sweet cream. There's not really sweet sweet a cream whole cold lot brew, here. man. There's not a whole lot here, so I'm gonna go with the pumpkin spice. But if there was like a caramel frappuccino, listen, if there was a caramel frappuccino on here, that that and the white chocolate mocha, white chocolate mocha is your Those are my go to. But how many
0: times you would show up late to small group? Be like, sorry guys, better get pumpkin spice lattes.
1: No, that wasn't very often actually. It was mostly the the white chocolate mocha with a quad espresso shot.
0: That's true. So
1: we used to have. How often do you brunch every single weekend? A couple times a month, just for special occasions. Laugh out loud. Brunch is overrated i'm just gonna leave it brunch is overrated bro uh,
0: I, I love brunch i wake but up too just for occasional special occasions i uh, i enjoy good brunch we do brunch on saturday like kids. we're like
1: three quarters of the way through this all right what? So let's move faster oh my god you have a credit card yes multiple yes and it comes in handy no but i want one no i don't want one yes I, it, and it comes in handy yep all right how often do you uber never uh all the time even places i could walk mostly just on the weekends almost never i'd rather drive myself i always walk bike or use public transportation i'd rather myself. drive myself
0: what else when, we got man how when, long is this when really
1: you time? work out what do you like to do uh, to get your sweat what if we on? don't work out right now yuck i don't sweat tennis or golf yoga or another exercise run bike or lift weights Ooh. uh if i have if to, you pick, had to pick one of these tennis and golf. tennis
0: 100 man
1: <clears throat> i yeah. love tennis all right, I forgot we talked about that in yeah. past episodes. So let's imagine you're house hunting, which you just did. How many bathrooms would your ideal place have? Mm. Uh, bathrooms, it needs at least two. I have seven girls in my house. Uh, yeah, but I, need, I would say yeah. two's fine. Two fine. I need two. There's four, at
0: least four, three, two, or you you only need one, but yeah. you need at least two because if 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 I'm pooping.
1: There's got to be an There's emergency be another station. one, station. There's right. got to be another one. So have you ever bought something even though you couldn't really afford it? Yeah, all the time. It's called a car and a house. <laughs> That's what credit <laughs> cards are for. I'm not going to lie. Worry. It's happened. It's happened only once that I can remember. Oh, my gosh. Never would I ever. Yeah, nope. I'm not going to lie. It's happened.
0: Um, have I ever? I couldn't afford it? No,
1: never would happen. You've never put anything on a credit card you couldn't afford at that time. I've only ever put stuff on credit cards so I can get points back. You've never bought a car. That's kind of like a credit card. You've never bought... Some, it's a loan, but not ne- a credit card. You've never ever bought something even though you couldn't really afford it. It's not talking about a credit card. It's talking well, about... I
0: can't afford it, I'm not have buying Have you
1: it. ever bought something you can't afford? Well, can you afford to buy a car outright without a car payment? That's affording to buy. It's, I've only bought a car with cash twice. Okay, so then you are... I'm not going to lie. It's happened. Okay, that's that That's honesty, right? Okay. Time okay. for go
0: grocery shopping. Where are you buying your food? The farmer's market, Whole Foods, Trader Joe, I don't know, a normal supermarket? That's
1: me. Kroger, baby. Uh, is thread count important to you? Okay.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. Thread count for sheets. Yes, I deserve to be cast comfortable. Yes, but only if it's not too expensive. Only for
1: the sheets. What is thread count? I I am a huge sheets? Egyptian. Man. I'm an Egyptian cotton. At least a thousand uh, thread count. It's a bad thing when at we least. got adult
0: monies to spend on sheets. At least. <laughs> But yeah, no, threat count matters for
1: sheets. Okay, how often do you check social media? (laughs) Let's click that for you right now.
0: (laughs) Um, I had I deleted social media off my phone for a couple days.
1: Yeah, a couple days, and then you started having withdrawals and shaking. Uh, I'm constantly glued to my phone. To be honest, more than I should. I don't know a few times a day. I don't have social media. I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad. Monday through Friday, it's probably I don't know a few times a day. But the weekends is probably more than I should. So I'm going to go with more than I should. Yeah, I'm going with constantly on my phone. So do you consider yourself an influencer? <laughs> hey, we talked about that last episode. Not re- uh, not really, but maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I could or do make a career out of it. I set the trends for the social circle. Not really, but maybe to someone. Am I supposed to know what that is? I'm going to put not really, not but really, maybe but maybe to so someone. Fun. Hopefully you guys are still following along with this quiz. Holy and you're Holy cow. Not this thing with is like, We're oh at 20 goodness.
0: minutes already?
1: Do you eat organic? uh duh pesticides are bad yes for most things i try as long as it's affordable do i, lol, do I eat I, I buy whatever i buy I, whatever yeah, that's me i don't eat organic um has anyone ever called you down to earth lol no i would definitely remember that uh maybe once but i'm not sure some people would describe me that way yes that's def my overall are you called vibe. down to earth i would say that's my vibe i'm down to earth you're definitely down to earth 100 okay. i'm going by what you say Okay, I am I got not all that bougie. You're not, no, 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 no. Oh, not, not all bougie. that, that's
0: different, that's different. Not
1: bougie at all. You are not
0: bougie, I'm semi-bougie, which means if you were worried uh, to take this quiz because you thought it might expose all your booginess, don't worry, you're only semi-bougie. You really want to be a down-to-earth person, but let's face it, you got bougie tendencies, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I just joked on my own spit. You like nice things. You've got Gucci taste, but you're rocking a
1: Walmart budget. <laughs> Yo, hey, They just me. called you they out. Just called me out. <laughs> to be honest, say, bro,
0: say, we feel your pain, but we want you to remember to keep your splurges in check. One day you'll be able to spend all the money, but that day is not here quite yet because I have wow. seven kids.
1: Wow, I feel seen. All right, I want to read mine now. Wow, I'm not crying. Not bougie at all. Wait, what is the co- complete opposite of bougie? Are you like a hippie or something living in your van (laughs) down by the river? Do you not wear shoes? Not really. So as to to feel more connected to what the earth. No, just because it's comfortable uh your ob chill af which i'm not gonna say and you disregard for <laughs> and your disregard for material things is total goals whatever they can't completely make out full sentences but if that day comes that there is something your mellow soul desires don't be afraid to splurge on it from wow. time to time it's okay to treat yourself
0: welcome to real talk christian podcast i am semi-bougie and he's bougie not even an ounce
1: Welcome to bougie and non-bougie. Okay, I (laughs) have to
0: apologize. That was a butt-long quiz to get into this
1: conversation. We're just going to jump in. We're just going to jump in, Let's read the review and then go.
0: Okay, so the review
1: this week is from Stephen W. Clip. You got it? It says, Real. Hello, I'm so glad to have found this podcast. The church I helped plant and attended for 13 years is closing, and I find myself looking for a church to attend. I needed some perspective and found you guys. This podcast has helped me through this process and helped me stay close to God in this time of unknown. Thank you for sharing yourselves, the real you, and having real conversations that are tied to God through the world. Thank you, even though Mark is bougie. Stephen W. Clay. He
0: did not say that. I'm saying thank you for the record. I am semi-bougie. I ain't full bougie. Bougie tendency. I'm not full bougie, bro. You, I ain't full bougie. I'm just semi
1: bougie. Bougie tendency. All and right. So
0: we're going to the question. Is it okay for Chris to be bougie? And I do not want to have the conversation right now. <laughs> I do not want to have it. I thought you were going to have some fun tonight.
1: You totally thought you were going to get not bougie. I'm talking
0: really fast because I'm feeling very <laughs> awkward right now. I thought I was going to get. You're a little bougie. And, and
1: you brought the topic to the table.
0: <laughs> I knew. I mean, come on now. I, I mean, got to call All a right. spade a spade. But <laughs> Let's go, bro. I didn't think I was that much of a spade. I just love <laughs> how it's like. You 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 Gucci on a Walmart budget. That's really oh, what it is, they, man. That was
1: the funniest thing I've ever heard, though, to be honest that with is you. ridiculous.
0: But we're talking about, you know, just can Christians be bougie? And, you know, we're yeah. bringing this up because, you know, it's fall, it's Christmas season, or it's gift time shopping. And that's kind of the vibe and the culture of what it is, is, you know, we want to be bougie. Talking about bougie this, bougie no, that. No, no, no. But we all
1: don't want to be bougie, just some semi-people. Semi <laughs> so
0: I'm a full person who is semi-bougie. Thank you very much. But so today, the question, Why would you sound
1: so bougie when you said that?
0: <laughs> Anyways. So the question today is the fact of what does it mean to be bougie? Is okay for Christians to be bougie. So what does bougie even mean? Okay, so I could not bring in a theological perspective on this quote. So I had to go to our good old friends at USA Today. And they had an article that says what you're really saying when you call something bougie. And there's some history to this. It's actually kind of cool. Well, even though it might seem so 2017, the term bougie actually has a 100-year history and multiple spellings dating back to revolutionary France before stemming off into variations of the slang word that we know and love today. So bougie, bougie, or bourgie all stem from, from bourgenes.
1: Does that say it right? I don't know. I'm just waiting for you to pronounce all this stuff. <laughs>
0: B-O-E. <laughs> you are jesse Borgesi. Borgesi. i don't know it's a french it's a a french word that simply means of middle class status which is interesting that bougie usually used to mean of middle class status used to mean in fact Karl marx author of the communist manifesto this is not sponsored or anything by that um used (coughs) two types of economic status to illustrate class struggles and advocate for communism over capitalism yeah the the Basically, the, the, the bourgeoisie the and the proletariat. <laughs> it's like me trying to read Greek. <laughs> you, got, you got the bougie and you got the poor. That's, that's kind of the idea. So in Marcus' philosophy, the Bourgeois were the owners and producers in industrializing and factory life. They typically valued property, profit, and maintaining their social status. The proletariat was the working class. Pro was slang for low status, but it's not used all much these days. But over time, the adjective form uh came to be more generic description of middle upper middle class materialism. The most recent iteration of that word is bougie, um, whatever way you want to spell gee. it. It's bougie used to describe high end taste, like driving your, Which is funny is why is that, why is bougie driving a Prius? Why USA Today? That's stupid. But because that's not bougie driving a Prius. But it's like driving your Prius to get avocado toast after some soul cycle.
1: Maybe at, or- or at Orange Theory. Fitness. Pause. Yes. R- remember when Janelle said you were like the avocado toast of life or something like that? She said something about yeah. you being the avocado yeah, toast of something. Yeah, back
0: when Jimmy Fallon called. Uh, uh, May her beat avocado toast or something like that. Yeah, that's like totally you,
1: she said. Avocado um. toast, which is funny because I don't, I don't like avocados. No, but you're the avocado toast of life, man. There you go.
0: So in modern-day English, someone who is bougie is creating an air of wealth or upper-class status. Here's the kicker. You ready? This is where the conversation is going to come, whether it's true or not. Take, for example, the following listicles. One from Thought Catalog called Things Bougie People Like and one from Very Smart Brothers, 40 Signs You Might Be a Bougie Black Person. Their examples include designer coffee, brunching, rosé, organic, and free-range food, electric cars, using a selfie that you took atop the mountain as your Facebook profile picture, and milk products that come from basically any place besides cows.
1: What's rosé? Rosé what? Really? What, what
0: is that? Yeah, rosé rose wine. It's like you have white, you got red, you got rosé. It's the pinky stuff, and it normally has a little bubbly to it.
1: Okay, I got you. Yeah. I, feel, I feel you now, bro.
0: My nose is th- running because I've been laughing the, so hard. The only thing I do crying. in that whole
1: thing is the designer coffee, and it's because I roasted myself. Roast. <laughs> but, but basically, but but
0: I think we get the idea of the fact of bougie people, whether they have a social status or not, they're trying to reach this Pinnacle. This pinnacle of life where it looks like you got your crap together you're living the instagram lifestyle you're living that tiktok influencer youtuber lifestyle and you have the the, the look to prove it and a lot of times people will try to make their external appearances look really rich and classy and fancy whether or not they had the money to do it or people who have money like this is kind of interesting you see of like where certain churches, like some churches that are in lower income, higher income, and they just have, it's what like, man, y'all bougie.
1: Preachers like, and sneakers.
0: Basically, right there. So, let's bring it to today's conversation, all right? So, being quote-unquote bougie is basically a slang term that means people who are trying to live up to a certain lifestyle. And then the question today that we're going to talk about is, so, should Christians strive to live that bougie lifestyle? I have a lot of Bible to talk about today. Let's go. So uh, here's the areas we're talking about, all right? How should Christians handle money? How should we handle possessions, extravagance, and trying to, quote-unquote, live their best life? Not their best life. How they How they live their best life. No cap. Get the... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I just learned the word. What do you expect? My nose is running like crazy because
0: I was crying from reading that. Call me semi-bougie. Um, calling you. Anywho, so.
1: Spade a spade. <laughs>
0: goodness. So
1: here's a question.
0: Poor guy. Does the Bible actually even address money and possessions? And the answer is yes. Here's some fun facts about it from an article from Tithely, which is an online giving platform that actually speaks. Sponsors my other podcast. 16 out of 35 of Jesus' parables deal with money and possessions. That's wild. Almost half deal with money and possessions. Nearly 25% of Jesus' words in the New Testament deal with biblical stewardship. One out of 10 verses in the Gospels deal with money. There are more than 2,000 scriptures on tithing in the Bible, money, and possessions, in the Bible, which is twice as many as faith and prayer combined. Wow. So in, in reality, Jesus and the biblical authors and God actually have opinions on money, wealth. Well, and let's prosperity. dive into
1: those scriptures. Cool.
0: So let's talk about Bible verses on money. Because remember, we're going to talk about money. We're gonna talk about possessions, extravagance, and living your best life. And they're all going to weed in and out. So we might have some verses that are like, oh, that could sure. work here, but I just put them in separate categories. Sure. So um i have a lot of verses i'm, a lot I'm of just bible. gonna
1: sit back for the ride and we can have the discussion all right afterwards. that sounds
0: good so bible verses on money first off money itself is not a bad thing all right so in proverbs 10 4 it says a slack hand causes poverty but the hand of a diligent makes rich in other words if you're actually going to work that's how you make your money uh proverbs 22 4 the reward for humility and the fear of the lord is riches and honor and life Proverbs 13, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for righteousness. So if this is what Proverbs says and Solomon says, it doesn't necessarily mean that money itself is a bad thing. However, trying to trust in money is not a good thing and trying to, you know, get money quick is a bad game plan for life. And we've talked about tithing and other money type issues in other podcast episodes sure. before. So I want to make sure we go back and reference those. But it's the fact of money isn't a bad thing, but a lot of times, as we're going to talk about in later passages, it's your mindset and how you handle money is where it becomes a bad thing. Well, and I
1: think Proverbs 10.4 was talking about more like lazy people are going to end up in poverty, but the hand of a diligent makes rich, which means those who work hard will do well
0: yeah exactly Basically, so, what you're saying right so it's not the fact of you know oh you know as christians we ain't supposed to be about the money so i'm just gonna not go and do anything when in reality it's like no you need to take care of your family and a wise man leaves inheritance to his children's children and the reward for humility is riches honor and life um another thing is i don't know
1: if it's talking necessarily about money riches the, the reward of humility and fear of the lord it is, is riches, riches and honor and life because honor and life why would that go with money I'm just, I'm looking at that scripture. I just, I'd be curious to dive a little yeah, bit. Yeah, good question. Him, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying.
0: I got this in another passage, but you know, sure. it talks about, you know, in the Bible, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says you can only serve, you can't, I mean, we'll get to this later. Um, You can't serve God and money. So money is a slave to many people. So sure. it's the idea of chasing after money and getting after sure. money and trusting in your money. That's not the good thing. Cause we, you know, we kind of have to have currency to live in buy food and things right, like that. Right. Um, something else it talks about in money is trying to get money quick is a bad game plan for life. Again, going back to Proverbs 13.11, it says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Proverbs 28.20, 20, A faithful man will abound with blessing, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So don't don't chase after the get-rich-quick schemes. Uh, trusting in money, though, will not do you much good. Proverbs 11:28 says, "Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf." Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 5:10, "He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity." Hmm. And this these two passages were written by the richest person probably to ever live. Yeah, Solomon. Where he had all the money, all the things. It's like whoever trusts him, you're gonna fall. You know, whoever loves money and is satisfied with it, at the end of the day, you're not gonna be satisfied.
1: Well, he built a whole temple out of gold, so I would say gold and silver. I'd say he'd pretty rich. Yep, yep. So, so that's those are some
0: Bible verses that talk about money, right? Yeah. Here's some Bible verses, or rather, a Bible verse that talks about possession in general. And the main thing that we have is the fact of our possessions, our material goods, will fade. They're not here for forever. Sure. We can do this with you know just. The idea of, like, you know, we upgrade new phones all the time, new equipment, new cars. Like, we we know the law of inertia. Oh, um, yeah. Things are constantly breaking down around us. And in Matthew six nineteen through 20, it says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Any thoughts so far,
1: my dude? I'm just along for the ride, my All friend. All right,
0: next one. Bible verses on extravagance. If you live a life where you go into serious debt for extravagance, you are setting yourself up for a hard life. In Proverbs twenty two seven, it says the rich rule over the poor, and the bow the the borrower the borrower is the slave to the lender. And it continues on. Uh, actually, let's pause right there. So, Proverbs twenty two seven: the rich rule over the poor, and the bow in the borrower is the slave to the lender. Uh, I remember being a teenager and my mom talking to me about this verse. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, obviously like, this is where it gets hard, you know, like, like with student loans and with mortgages and car payments and all these different things. My goal in life, and my mom always said, your goal in life is then always be debt free. Like, sure. obviously, you, That's can't, the have a, I you think. can't have a house without, well, there's a difference between ha- a quote unquote goal for everyone and actually living your life to live in that reality and goal. Because so many times, you know, they're like, oh, I don't have debt, but it's like you can't get ahead in life because you're blowing money all the time on extravagance and good things. My nose is still messed up from laughing too hard. Um, But when it comes to, you know, being a slave to the lender, you know, a lot of people over the years have asked me, you know, how how did you survive and buy a house with literally having a youth pastor's income? I did not get paid a lot right off the bat. And I bought a house when I was doing all of that. And the answer was, is I had no debt. Sure. You know, so there's a lot of people out there who try to have the good things, and they go into debt to have the extravagance lifestyles and the cars and the houses and the and the clothes and all these different things, and they go into debt to have this extravagance, and that's not really a wise thing yeah, to but do. but not all people do that. So, no, I'm I mean, just saying some, some people do. Some
1: people still end up, because they are poor, having to take loans out like student loans or put things on credit cards to pay the bills or to and I
0: And I do want to say this. I'm not hurt, like crushing on anyone who has had to do that to right. get through life. Because Beth has been there. Many of us have been there where it's sure. like, we got to do it. I've just been blessed where I haven't had to, but I've also right. had family support to be able to help me do certain things too. Yeah. Um. So let's just call it like it is. Uh, Proverbs 6, 1 through 5 says this. My son, if you put up security for your neighbor, you have given your pledge for a stranger. If you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught up in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself. For you have come into the hands of your neighbor. Go, hasten, and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter and a bird from the hand of the fowler. And, you know, when when, when we're looking at all these Proverbs, these are literally wise thoughts from a father to a son and things that he wants him to take with him to get through life. Right. And so far, a lot of what we read is the fact of don't trust money, don't chase after money, don't try to get money quick, don't go into debt. You're going you know, to, if you are borrowing money from someone, you're literally becoming a slave to that person. You have to live your entire life to pay that thing off. Right. And, you know, if you have a debt, don't fall asleep until you pay that sucker off because then you can live a free life. And so far, what I'm picking up in verse in Proverbs from what we've read so far, the fact is, you know,
1: it seems like more money, more problems. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. It's just what how, you, hear. how you handle it. But oh, yeah. Continue so, on. Continue? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But this yeah. isn't is a lot of conversation I, I, yet. I, I, yeah, I, wanna, I wanted you to do all these. And, and then and we'll the, chit-chat? And then we'll come back okay, up to I'm your to, questions. I'm trying to
0: chit-chat in, in the middle of all this. Um, okay, so you got, the,
1: you got the questions up here, so I want to yep. come back to this. All
0: right. So striving to live a life full of extravagance will not lead to anything. Again, we're still in Proverbs 28.20. It says, A faithful man... Will abound with blessing, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. Proverbs twenty three four five says, "Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich, because uh, you know better." Stop. As soon as your eye flies to it, it disappears, for it makes wings for itself and flies away like the eagle to the sky. Ecclesiastes five ten says, "He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income." This is also vanity and the next one is striving to live a life full of extravagance actually does go against god because in first john 2 16 it says for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of possession is not from the father but it is from the world hmm. so let's jump into the last little bit where bible verses on living your best life living you guys just gotta live your best life man just do to you baby
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: <laughs> here's what, here's a lot of verses that talk about your best life. In fact, though, does not have to look like everyone else's definition, example of what it means to "quote unquote" live your best life. Right. Proverbs twenty two one says this: A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. First John three seventeen. But if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Mm.
1: It's Proverbs, money where your mouth is,
0: mm-hmm, exactly. Proverbs twenty eight six. Better is a poor man who walks in integrity than a rich man who is crooked in all his ways. First Timothy six seventeen through nineteen. For as the rich in this present age charge them not to be haughty nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do, do good, be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasures for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. Mm. James four thirteen through 17 says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit, yet you don't even know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. For you are like a vapor that appears for a little while, then vanishes. Instead, you should say, if the Lord wills, we'll live and then go do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your own arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So, here you go. It is a sin to know the good. Uh, yeah, that's just not know to do good, but it's a sin to know the good and yet not do it. Mm. First Timothy 6, 17 through 19 it says, For as the... Uh, For as rich this present age, didn't we just read this verse? Oh, man, I copied and pasted that one twice. Um, Psalm 3721 says, The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. You know, talking about then the question is, okay, so if the Bible talks about we can live a different life than anyone else's, what should we do with our money? And the Bible says that we need to honor God with our money. All right, so... Let's oh, pause. Pause there. Okay.
1: Let's pause for a second. I need a about water your, break. because Talk I'm, about your four your four questions, right? Yep. So you said in the beginning, how should Christians handle money? Uh, how should Christians verses. handle possessions? I know, you know how I feel for the past two episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how should Christians handle possessions? How should Christians handle extravagance? How should Christians handle trying to live their best life? Before you go into the last bit of kind of encouragement, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I think this is a good place to stop and have the conversation. Not that I'm in charge of the show. Are you good with that? I want a break, so go for it. (laughs) So how should Christians handle money? I think uh, uh, many of the verses pointed to this. One, like you were saying, don't chase after it. Uh, If money is the ruler of your life, uh, there's a problem. (laughs) There's a big problem uh don't don't be indebted if you if, if at all possible right <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> only because then you become a slave and they become the master whoever the lender is and that's why it's an advice right that's why solomon advised his son not to do that because then you become enslaved uh, you're enslaved to that mortgage payment. That and that's it. This payment, is a lot of just advice. Right. It's advice that a father gives a son. Yeah. Right. So it, it limits you from being able to do other things is what it is. I mean, it's right? kind of like
0: that Dave Ramsey principle where it's like, live like no one else. So
1: then later you can yeah, live like I no mean, one else. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, it's not a, just it's great. Dave it's Ramsey. great advice. Uh, I don't know if it's plausible to do for everyone. Right. Uh, there's just some people that, they just, you know, they do their best. And maybe at one point they had a really good job and could afford their house. And now they don't. And, uh, like but, life the, happens, but, but they man. can't sell their house because then they would have no place to live. And so they just had to go into debt to help pay for things. Life happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's more of what, what I wanted to lean into a little bit earlier. Um, but I think
0: that's different than trying to, and this is what, this is where I want the conversation to go. Sure. I think that's a different conversation then this conversation with, okay, so you're trying to, going back to con, con, how how bougie is too bougie right. and being a Christian is the Keep fact of. Keep up with Joneses. Yeah, exactly. And, that's, right. it, and that, that's exactly it. So it's the idea of, and, and, and maybe
1: I didn't translate well, that and part I, well. I, that's, that's my thing. I don't want people to misunderstand what right. you're trying no, to say. And I,
0: and th- so thank you for that because I don't want to tra- me, me mistranslate the fact of life happens, life is hard. You know, thankfully that we're we're able to put things on debt and, and take care of your family in certain ways. And hard
1: times come. Right. We're but talking more about the, being the bougie. There's a
0: difference of between tr- like doing your best. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like single moms out there with two or three kids, and you're just yeah. grinding to make ends meet, and it's
1: hard. You're putting your hand to the plow, and, and it going it is freaking forward, hard, right, you know.
0: Right. And but at the same time, that's that I feel like that's just trying to live rather than. You're intentionally trying to live an extravagant you're, lifestyle. You're, you're trying buying You're that,
1: trying to be bougie. You're, you're buying that it. Tesla. You're buying that Tesla not for out of need but out of status.
0: Because you're you feel pressured into buying
1: one because of the way everyone else is. But we is, can take you know? this even past this, right? So, you know, possessions, you said one thing. I I kind of tie money and possessions together um, because you really don't oh, get no, a Oh no, I, I agree. That's you know right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it all kind of goes together. It all together. goes together to be honest but, with you. But uh, the extravagance to the live their best life, you know, uh, the bouginess of that, right? It, it's kind of like what we said. Even with it, it, can happen um just in some of the ways we present ourselves uh, to others, right? Just in our personalities of like, oh, I've I've got nothing wrong in my life, and I'm I'm above I'm above everything. Life can't touch me. Nothing can t- touch me. Like you, you live up here, right? I mean, when,
0: that's uh, First Timothy. First Timothy, we're talking about
1: being modest at heart. Like you, like you, you
0: want to be a gentle spirit that loves people and people loves you because you can also be bougie in your personality well, it comes, and your
1: attitude. Yeah, right? it comes back down to being real, right? So mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the person that's constantly posting how wonderful their life is on social media, those are the people. Just that's give like, it the highlights. So to, to me, it's like, well, you know, okay, that's great. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. And then there's uh, the poop, the the poopy. <laughs> No, the people we the people we're both having troubles talking to uh, in uh, that that kind of take um th- that have to be that instagram person they got to get that gram. they got to do it for the gram like we talked about in that in that quiz earlier that hey look i got to do this to get the gram but that's not really who you are you're only being that fake person for the gram right for the for the attention that you get for the followers you get for the likes you get for the subscriptions you get um and that's where it's a big trap, right? That's what it is. It's a big trap to for that Satan has put out there to drag people down because uh, how are you supposed to when we're supposed to confess to to each other, right? Confess our sins, confess our heartaches, confess our love, love one another. How are we supposed to do that when we're being fake? And this is the, mm. the big problem that I have with a lot of the Western culture, Um, church, especially with the onset of social media is that there's so much fakeness, right? It's always putting my best foot forward and I can't let people see the real me. Well, people need to see the real you because that's how we, but you can't even do that. I mean, that's where, that's where
0: living in community with people is.
1: Yeah. but the beautiful thing. Sure. Sure. Right. But, uh, how am I supposed to hold somebody accountable if they're always putting their best foot forward on social media at church? Um, in emails, on phones, on texts. I mean, you know what I mean? Because you can be fake all the way around. You can fake it till you make it, right? Don't let anybody in. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Bougie-ness right there in frozen. Don't, don't feel. Don't it's, let it's them know. Right? That's bougie. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the bougie lifestyle, right? That's the li- live their best life uh, I can't let them know. I can't let anybody in because I gotta keep this front out of, of I'm I'm this person, I'm this person you see on Instagram or on Facebook or on YouTube or on Snapchat or on whatever.
0: Right. So I think you it goes know. back to you know this whole idea of the extravagance lifestyle. You know, a lot of times, like you said, like are you trying to be fake or what? You, what what are you trying to prove? What's the Purpose, right? What's the purpose of it? And you know, like the Bible has a lot to say on. Honoring God with our money,
1: but it also says a whole lot of honoring God with our attitudes, yeah, and sure. our actions too, and being humble. Now you can also take it the opposite direction too, okay. right? The inti- so track with me here, a okay? Little bit. Okay, I'm tracking. So we're talking about bougie right? Can right. Christians be bougie? But can Christians? It's like um, they put on the the sackcloth and the ash and the "woe is me." Look oh, at yep. me out in the streets as the Pharisees did back in the day that Jesus called them out for. You do these things. So everybody looks at you. So as Christians, you could also take it too far the other way of like, uh, I'm going to come in and my bib overalls into church. And what's that going to do? Draw attention. Draw attention. To you.
0: So, so then I think that's what it is, is the fact of, how many times do we live a certain lifestyle because we want to draw attention to ourselves? Right. Now, I, I think this And is we where, can't judge each other's hearts, right? That's right. A, this is a self reflection that, that each and every one of us has to do. Is. We can't judge other people's intents and motives because we right. don't know what's going on. Sure. But we can judge a f- tree by its fruit, too. Because right. you, so. you have.
1: You have we, and we discussed a little bit of this on the. Uh, um, the just what we. Where. Sunday matter.
0: Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know, uh, so you know, maybe that 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 bib overall wearing person is a farmer, right? And that's that's the best they got, that's and, they and that's that, that's what they wear. It wasn't intentionally trying to draw attention to themselves. That their intentions are good. That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't judge that book. <clears throat> maybe somebody is very convicted about dressing really nice to present themselves and giving the best to God, right? And that's their mindset going to church is not to again draw attention to themselves. But to show, like God, not that God needs it, like we discussed. But it's their way of showing God. It's another form of worship to them, right? Right.
0: You know, this is something I was thinking about too, and I was talking to Beth about this last night. Where, you know, there's so many times where, man, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. So, like, um, they were talking about someone's house and whatnot, and um, they were like. Oh, what church do they go to? Oh, yeah, a lot of those people that go to that church have those massive houses like that. And I'm like, right. well, that's a little judgmental at first. Uh, Beth didn't say it. Someone else said it. But then I started thinking, I'm like, okay, so at what point do we look at people who have the, you know, three quarters of a million-dollar houses, and it's like, you, it's literally you two and a kid, and your house is, like, it's, it's, it's huge. And at what point do we start saying that to people of like, man, how big is too big? How extravagant is too extravagant? Because then... People can look at it, my life and your life, see all the stuff that we, like, Well, I mean,
1: and it, I have three cars, okay. but we're saying, and I have a big house. We're saying Midwest Indiana, right? 200, right. Yeah. 250,000 right now is probably about the average three bedroom, two bath around here.
0: Uh, but, right. but again, based on how many square footers, like Orkney, I had Eight, three bedroom, 18, two bath. 1,800 and, square feet.
1: I'd say, yeah, probably like 180 to 250. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we're depending on how nice it is, right? Mm-hmm. Or how decent it is. Cost right? of living. So this house was a total, the house we're in right now is a total pigsty, and I paid a pretty penny for it within that range, I'll say. Yeah, you because, man, houses Uh, were ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, because of the market, right? So, But you go out west, right, and a house like this is going for half a million, three-quarters of a million dollars. Same house, same square footage, but location is different. Mm -hmm. Now, you take this house and you go to Africa – ten bucks I don't know if that's really it but no but, but are you it's like, the fact that you know we're I mean?
0: rich compared to a lot of other places well, well not just
1: that but depending on where you're at you know it, it may not be a I'm trying to get the social status what's how, how big is too big how much is too much it might be location right it might be like no this is a reasonable house it just costs a lot because of the location now I get it if you got a, a 3,000 square foot house and it's just you okay now I'd be like eh, maybe you wouldn't look at that but maybe they got something wrong. maybe they're hosting huge church events there I don't know, right? And so that's why I, I don't want to make a blanket statement. You got to take it case by case, and you got to ju- judge the root and the fruit. See, right? I think it
0: goes back to the matter of the heart, you know, because the Bible even talks about Jesus. We're talking about what's the heart of the matter? Right. Like when he was talking to the uh, the rich young ruler, and he was like, "Hey, Jesus, what do I got to do?" He said, "Sell all your stuff, give it to poor, and fo- give it to the poor, and follow me." And he hung his head because he owned a lot. Well, of it was things. like the, it was like the. the so wo- I don't think it's calling us all to sell everything. To no, but it was clause. like it was
1: like the woman with the two mites, right? Mm-hmm. she put her two mites and what did they say what did Peter say was it Peter no it was it Jesus? Jesus Jesus what did Jesus say that Sorry. she gave more than the Pharisee who gave who was rich and gave poo-poo. little right he, yeah. gave, he gave let's say uh, it didn't say how much say it was uh, the rabbi and he gave us 10% and then it was but it ended uh, up being a, like $10,000 yeah it was like 10 grand and then this woman had 10 bucks and that's all she had left to her name and she gave that entire $10 and Jesus goes well, that's the heart that's the heart right there. And so
0: I think that's where it goes back to. And that's where, you know, I think we, the, the, the conversation is, you going. Know, it was just a fun conversation yeah, no. but the fact of, I think we have to be careful, um, even me and myself to go, why am I doing what I am doing? Like, right. this is going to, I mean, I'm not trying to justify or anything like, like, like my shoes, for example, right. I've worn the same exact pair of shoes. They cost me f- like 50 bucks both times. I wear them cause they're stinking comfortable and they're black and they don't sure. get dirty. Sure. You know, and I try to buy nicer quality things so that things don't break down. You know, buy it once instead of buy it twice and spend three times as much. Sure. You know, but I do think that there's a level at which that we fight for comfortability as Western Christians too. We fight
1: to be comfortable and we fight to do all these different things. Well, we got to take it out of just the material realm, though, right? We got okay. to tra- we got to take it into the um to to the personality realm, right? And 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 everything else that we do. So when I go to work. Am I, am I acting a certain way because of people around me? Am I acting better than what I actually am or worse than I actually am? Am I trying to be bougie or mm-hmm. anti-bougie? Same with social media. Am, am I posting this gram to get likes? Am I posting this gram just to share? You know, And this is all where the self-reflection comes in because, Mark, you can't judge me Cause you don't know my heart behind the post, right. and I can't judge you because I don't know your heart behind the how you're acting at work. You know what I mean? Because does the Bible talk about? It. it talks about checking your own heart, right? Well, right. Well, and you you can judge by the fruit, but honestly, most of the time, like unless you're like going around making dirty jokes at work and swearing, then okay. And now I'm as a Christian brother, I'm going to judge the fruit, and I'm going to come and approach you lovingly and in gentleness, but I'm going to approach you about it. And, and likewise, if, if you see me uh, posting some, you know, $50,000 sneakers on social media and just trying to be a thirst trap, but you know that I, I like I, I'm having a hard time feeding my family. I'd expect you to come talk to me. You know what I mean? Hey, there's some fruit there that ain't right.
0: right. <laughs> and that's I think that's a, the the biggest thing is the fact of. I guess for me, it's more the fact of who are you trying to impress? Right. Why do you have what you have now? Uh, granted, if someone's j- just because someone's driving around an a Lexus or an Alfa Romeo or a Benz or a Mercedes, I-, I mean, maybe if you got like a phantom, then, then I might have some question about how rich you are, <laughs> but, but you-, you see this life of extravagance and all these different things. And I it- it- I guess for me, I-, I just struggle. Cause I'm like, do you really need all of that? You know, like, like Beth and I were watching the crown right now and you know, the, the Royals have the most extravagant stuff ever, and they were making fun of the Queen because they were complaining that, like, like the Royals and the crowd were like, oh, we need more money. We need you guys to give us more money for extravagant lifestyle. And they're like, are you kidding me? Mm. You guys know what you have, right? You don't need to beg us for more money for you guys just to sit there and look
1: pretty. Like, sure.
0: that's not at all how but, this works.
1: But it all depends on mindset, too, right? Because in their mindset, maybe they do need that, right? Just like... Um, for the yachts, say, and for say the, the bum on the side of the road takes a look at me driving my car,
0: and that's how I'm saying. And then and that's and and that's go, where I start he, reflecting. I said, yeah, he,
1: that, why can't he take the bus or ride a bike like I do? You know that that's so. And, and, and that's exact, on, And that's right. where
0: I get stuck in this, where the fact that, but again, we can't sit there and go, "Oh, uh, I wish you rich people were like me," because here's all the stuff I do. Because I mean, even.
1: Well, that's why I say it's all about self-reflection. Right. Right? As and Christians, we can't judge the world, and I'm not going to try to judge the world. What I'm saying is that as a Christian, we should always check ourselves to go, am I bougie? Am I being bougie? Am I being totally anti-bougie to where I'm, I'm drawing a scene? Am I taking the focus away from God, or am I helping others to find God? Right, so, so, so let's just jump into
0: Romans 12 here, and then I'm going to read Romans 12, 1 and 2, which then sets up for the next verse. So we talk about Romans 12, 1 and 2 all the time. All the time. Where it talks about, brothers and sisters, um, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, pleasing to God, for this is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age. So I think this applies to this conversation, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that way you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. But It continues. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should. Instead, think sensibly as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. And then it goes into, now, as we have many parts of one body and all parts do not have the same function in the same way, we who are many in in, in one body in Christ and individually members of another, according to the grace given to us, we have different Gifts. And maybe that's where some of this conversation comes is the fact of there's some people who make a butt ton of money. Like I think of uh, Papa Pat's who, who started in Northland, the college I went to. The dude was just a typical farmer, dropped out of like he he was like old school Wisconsin farmer, dropped out elementary, maybe junior high education, wasn't a good reader. And the dude invented a, a specific tool that then became patented and sold across for farmers all across America, became Buku filthy rich, filthy rich. But what did he do with this money? He started a campground. He started a university. He gave most of that money away because he's like, you know, this is just what I'm able to do. This is my part of the body is someone has to fund these things. So let's go do it. And I think that's a good mindset to have. But then there's also other people where it's like, you know what? You might not have a lot, but what, what do you have? Some people can think some people can do and all these different things. But then the question goes back to is no matter what, don't think of yourself more than what you ought to. Uh, right. That's that's called being uh, not being humble.
1: Well, and, and you can see There's from from Paul writing in Romans twelve, right there. You know, th- there seems like there may have been some. Um, my faith is is this big, strong faith, and my status in the church is up here because of my faith, and this is why he's saying, "Hey, no, 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 no." Which they
0: did that because in the church, you talked about like you know, for the like for the Lord's Supper, they were like, "Man, you rich people getting together, y'all getting drunk over this stuff, and you're leaving the poor people out there." Like right. he goes, we're all one in Christ, man. Right, like that's, right. that's, that's so not how it, this it's works. It's all
1: about bringing people back down, which is why he says, renew your mind. Or the sin that. of
0: partiality too, where it's like, you know, you give favor, let the, the famous people sit in the front right. row and, and all these different things. Right. And now you, poor, you don't look at, we don't want you to be viewed or, up here. So go back there.
1: Or those people that are adorning themselves with pearls and gold and fine jewels. Like that's the same thing, right? It's a status symbol. It's, oh, look at how fancy, how rich I am. And and Paul's saying, No.
0: No, that's not what it's that's about. That's not what it's about. Clothe yourself in humility is what and he's he said telling in First them. To
1: check yourself before you wreck yourself. So,
0: yeah. so, 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 let's start to land the plane a little bit right here. Yeah, so, go so, for what it, bro. are some checks and balances that we can do to make sure that we're not trying to live a extravagant lifestyle to get the attention well, that we don't deserve?
1: I think it just comes
0: back to like, what are some good checks and balances?
1: I think it just comes back to uh, daily looking at your life. And your intentions behind doing things before you do them, really—that's the biggest check that you can do in your life. Whether it's for money, status, extravagance, any of that, just go. Why am I doing what am I what I'm doing? Is am I doing it to to have a bigger status to show people how I can do this that, or am I doing it because hey, my family would need this, or maybe it's a good good thing for my family to ha- go have fun, and that's it. And wise investment for right. your family, yeah. So I think that's a good check and balance. And for us as married men, it's a good thing because we can bounce it off our wives and be like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What, what's your thoughts on it? You know, does it seem like I'm being a little too bougie? Yep. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you use those that you can lean on for those who aren't married. Uh, maybe it's a friend. Uh, maybe it's a pastor. Maybe it's a a deacon, a deaconess, uh, whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, a mentor, uh, a mentee who who knows so, but uh, b- bounce it off somebody. If you, if you really, but but daily self examine yourself, I think is a, is a big thing that we should be doing in all aspects of our Christian walk. Each and every day, we should have that self examining
0: and and a heart check is what you are saying. Oh, a Heart yeah. check and a mind check, right?
1: Exactly. And in reality, you know,
0: I also think it is fair to say though that the Bible does talk a lot about money and being wise with an honoring God because it talks about being a cheerful giver. It talks about being a good steward. Being a good steward. And then also it talks about, like in James, like true religion is taking care of the helpless, the poor, the the widow, the orphan in their distress. And so I do think there's a level at which the good checks and balances is asking the question of, what am I spending my money on? Sure. And is it going towards kingdom things? Right. Um, cause again, I know some people who are like the CFO of like the biggest bank in the whole area. He might not be CFO, but he's up there like the top five for first source bank. The dude loves Jesus and gives like crazy. And you would never know it much by talking with him because he's like, this is just, this is just what it is. Right. You know? And so I do think there's a level of living humbly, to not draw attention to yourself, like you said. I do think it's another thing to be like, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Sure. I do think it's fair to say a lot of us have been given much, so what can we give back? Give back to our communities, give back to our churches, give back to our families, give back to organizations, people who who have help in need. And we've had a lot of those organizations here on the podcast. Sure. Like Little Neighbors, Back-to-Back Ministries, Frerics down in Peru with ambassadors. Like, we've had a lot of amazing ministries in Getty Music Fest that are doing amazing things. And let's just be honest, you need money to do those things. You sure. need money to do ministry. Like, that's just the right. world we're living in. You know, so I do think it's fair to say you should give to ministries. You should give to organizations and to your local church for kingdom purposes because the Bible even does say, like, you know, Malachi, the only place in the whole Bible that says, I want you to te- test me in this area. Yeah. Test me with your money. I see. Like Jesus flat out, <laughs> God that. I said, test me with your money and let me just show you what I'm yeah. able to do. And so I think it's the fact of we can't trust in our 401ks and our 403bs and in our stocks and in our investments in and our as we homes. see, the
1: market can drop at any moment.
0: And now that doesn't give us an excuse and a way to squirm out of it because we need to be wise with our money. Because, I mean, even Proverbs said it's wise to leave inheritance for your children's children. Sure.
1: So we need to be wise and be good stewards, good servants with our money. But it's more than that, too. It's your time. Because if you're only seeking out for leaving a good inheritance, but you don't spend any time with your kids. That
0: ain't good inheritance at all, man.
1: That's a horrible <laughs> inheritance. kids would rather have you than have your money. Exactly. So it's not all about money. It's, it's about your entire lifestyle and, and how you present yourself. Yeah, but
0: I do want to give this encouragement out there, too, for the single mom, for the single dad, the people that are just grinding and trying to do all that they can do. It's not a call to be like, oh, you got to give more. You got to do this. You got to do this. You gotta, You can't go into debt. You can never use a credit card, never do these different things. Like, you need to be wise. And sometimes to do what's best for your family now can, does take sacrifice. Yeah. And I'm never going to jeopardize that. And I talked with Beth many times about how, you know, one time she's like, she paid off her credit card finally. Then all of a sudden, like, washer and dryer went out. Yep. And all that, of a sudden, it you're screwed. Happens. And so all these things happen. And, you know, I, another buddy of mine, he was a church planner. Moved here to South Bend and end up getting completely screwed in the process. Got into a lot of credit card debt, and they've been working hard to fight out of it. And I I don't know where they're at in the process now, but it's one of those things where you got to do what you got to do. You got to sure. be wise. You got to take care of your family, and sometimes it does take sacrifice. But you know, it's more important to give than to receive. It's more important to adorn yourself with humility and modesty, not just in your dress, but in your. Uh, your 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 attitude. your your attitude and, and your appearance should reflect your attitude and and vice versa.
1: Attitude reflect leadership.
0: Attitude Captain. reflect leadership. Captain, <laughs> what what is that from?
1: Remember, remember the Titans. titans? Okay, think us <laughs> well, remember the Titans. But it's true though. But your attitude
0: right. does reflect a lot of things. And but I think we also cannot cannot not say this or the fact of the Bible says and Jesus says. You can only serve one master, God or money. So, who are you going to serve? Right. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. Right. And I think for us living in a westernized world, especially now for me as a freelancer who, who I get paid the work I output, sure. You know, it's very easy for me to chase that money and chase those paychecks and do those different things. But then the question is, is that what cost?
1: Yeah. And am I, mean, I trying to do this to live a certain lifestyle? Right. You could easily neglect your family hundred to, to make more money. But is that the right thing to do? No, which is no. why you don't do it. And Beth will never let me.
0: So, and that's what that checks and balances sure. come in. So, so, so this whole idea, you know, going back to like how bougie is too bougie. Can Christians be bougie? I no. think it goes back to, no. Now you can't be boozy. Like, you, you cannot, like, you shouldn't, you should not. But you can be not. semi-boozy. Th- thank you. Uh, gu- Gucci and a Walmart budget, baby. But, <laughs> but I do think there's something to be said, though, about the fact of it's not just, you know, having money. It's not just having a phenomenal job and literally making six figures. Like, that's not the problem. That's not the sin. It's living yourself in such a way where you're trying to say, Look at me and all the crap in the car, and the house, and the right. swag, and the shirt, and the shoes, and the watch, and the this and the that, and, and it's the like, sneakers. Man, y'all see Yeezy got dropped by Adidas because to stop interviewing Kanye. But like, but what? seriously, like, why do you need a pair of Yeezys that cost thousands of dollars that look like crap? And it's because the answer is simple: social status. I don't even know what you're talking about some people tracking with me but 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 it's like why are you doing what you're doing do you really need the louis vuitton or do you could c- can you settle with like some champion brand you know i
1: love me some champion it's comfortable you you do love yourself some champions i, love, com- some I champions. love me
0: adidas because they're comfortable and they're
1: they're not that expensive just like i love it's Air, all relative. Airwalks. you remember Airwalks, the shoes Oh yeah, dude actually um, they're like stepping on a pillow they were I never wearing them they were twenty dollars at walmart they were so comfortable.
0: heavy as crap too though well, there were scared. So There's a shoes. dude. There's a dude wearing heelys at Advance Auto the other day. By what? the way, a worker. And I he forgot was, about he heelys. He's heelying through. I'm like, dude, you're gonna trip over some oil and die. But, but either way, so can Christians be bougie? I think it's a, literally you have to do a heart check an evaluation check and a motive check, and a lot of times asking the question of where am I putting my money and yeah. is it following who I serve.
1: And I would say I'm gonna stop talking. I can talk all. Night. And I would say, can you be bougie? No, because it does not reflect the same uh, heart as christ and that's where i'm gonna leave that i like it so you can you can do whatever you want now i can do whatever I, i've landed the plane for me
0: i'm gonna finish off with a verse all right all go right. for it first john two sixteen. 16 we read it once it says for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh the desires of the eyes and the pride of, of it, pride and possessions it also king jimmy pride of life is how that it is is not from the father but it is from the world
1: Time for
0: fun times. <laughs> you know, I'm still sitting on this really tall wood chair. And I've been sitting on it for like three hours, and I'm. How's your butt feeling? I'm sore, man. A Especially a after bougie? sitting all day. Uh, no, it's not feeling <laughs> bougie at all. I want to have. I want to be in a sits bath because that is bougie. A I've what never, a sits bath! It's like the. It's what the people did in horseback riding, that it was literally just a little bath for your butt. You never heard of a sitz bath? No. Dude, go to Baker Museum, Oliver Mansion, all those places here in South Bend, and you're like, what's that little toilet? Is that for pooping? No, that's a sitz bath. And, look, you fill it up just for you to put your butt in the water and for it to, like... It's like when you put your feet, like, in water for, like, a foot massage. Why can't you... That's just I don't know, man. Sitz bath. It just be, it just wow. be what it be because people's bougie back in the day.
1: All right. The fun fact of the day. Fun
0: fact, let's finish the episode. <laughs> just got to get out of know, this. Th- if people are still listening at this point... Good for you guys.
1: They they already tuned out Thank with the Thank you test. for being awesome. All right, dude. Anyways, what's the fun so fact to end the show today? The fun fact of the day is if it takes you a while to fall asleep at night, then you may not be too pleased to discover that most people are able to fall asleep in just seven minutes. Oh, I can beat that. Maybe it's time to start counting those sheep again. <laughs> I could fall asleep in about thirty seconds. Let's
0: say are you one of those guys where it's like your head hits the pillow and you're instantly, out? Instantly,
1: instantly out. Can
0: Janelle do that though? She, no, or she's, does she get really angry She's at you one when of you do those it.
1: people that cannot fall asleep for like half hour, forty five minutes, hour and just lays in bed. See, I have And I'm like I have triggers that I can do to make
0: myself fall asleep. Like oh, I put on Madam Secretary or something
1: like that. It doesn't matter. I could drink a whole pot of coffee and I go to sleep. And then I wake up with an anxiety attack, but that's about it. But (laughs) that. I will go to sleep, though. You will go to sleep? Every time. Oh, see, I'm getting too
0: old for that. I can't drink coffee past certain times anymore. So tonight I will be awake for a little bit. But either way, guys, let's end this episode. Just like always. Feel free to reach out to us over at Instagram, Facebook, Real Talk Christian Podcast, or at our email, at gmail.com, or head over to the website where you can learn more about us as the wonderful hosts of the Real Talk Christian Podcast. You can also sign up for the Advent Devotionals that will come to your email once a week. And if you have already signed, if you signed up for that and maybe you've missed one or two or three. Just let us know and we will send you those devotionals in your
1: own email, separate email. And don't forget to head over to YouTube if you haven't already and hit that subscribe button and that little bell notification. Ding! so that we can bring more bougie to you
0: um or just listeners. or just decent content or, maybe just or, decent content
1: or or that
0: it's almost christmas season though guys and so we are so thankful that you've been hanging out with us many of you guys have been hanging out with us for well over 3 years we have a whole lot more content for you guys with RTC going into the year 2023 who knew we were going to make it this far buddy it's been a while. It's I don't been a even wild know, man. ride. But if you have any questions you would like us to answer leading up to 2023, we are taking your requests now. So send in those recommendations via the Facebook group or just Facebook, Instagram, or at real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Anything else before we send these lovely people on their no, way? No, sir. Good. I'm losing my voice because this is episode three of the night. Right. So should we just end it? Let's end it. Cool beans, man. Well, hey, guys, until next time, take it easy.